I'll go solo. Oh, man. Well, it's just me tonight, it looks like. <clears throat> Taylor might be having some difficulties, but it is the preview show. This is a pre-show for the preview show. My favorite show of the week. I need it today. Monday was fucking Monday. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. I had a meeting at 8 o'clock first thing this morning. But uh, Man, that Weird Al trailer. Who caught the Weird Al trailer? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, hey, Andy. How's it going, buddy? Stopping by. I appreciate it. It's just me tonight, I guess. Uh, I hadn't talked to uh, to Taylor, but I don't know. There's weather going through. So who the hell knows? But uh, yeah, the Weird Al trailer was fucking gold. Uh, I think a lot of people were missing the point. Um, I mean, it's kind of not real. It's kind of weird. Like Al's entire existence, his whole life. So uh, yeah, that's it looks good. But going to be a quick one tonight. There's not shit dropping this week. So let's get into it. Oh, look who decided to stop on by. Mm -hmm. I'm surrounded by assholes. Well, fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, the Weird Al trailer today. Oh, my gosh, it looks so cool. Taylor, if you hadn't seen that. I haven't had a chance yet, but yeah, I heard good things. Oh, it looks rad. Your audio is probably going to be trash tonight. Greetings, <laughs> It's another episode of This Geek in Comics Outbreak Degrees. Comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. Oh, you sound okay. It's Gomer and Taylor Hour doing a preview show. You doing anything cool today? Uh, no, I just went to work. Did <laughs> yeah, not watch the Weird Al trailer. I should do that. Oh, it's fantastic. Long. It's going to be only on the Roku channel, which I'll have to download the Roku channel, I guess. Even though I have a Roku device, I don't think I actually have the Roku channel on it. I, I'm, a, I'm a nerd. I didn't even like, know that was a thing that existed. I've never yeah. heard of a Roku exclusive thing before. Yeah, they have apparently their own channel. I'm a stupid tech guy. When I get something new that's tech, I remove all of this shit off of it. I treat it like it's a blank fucking slate. I'll go in and delete channels off of my you know, streaming devices. Uh, I get a new computer. The first 20 minutes, I'm uninstalling shit. The next two hours, I'm installing shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't ever have any of that stuff, but... Uh, yeah, we're getting into the comics for this week, y'all. If you see something, say something. Uh, we'll talk about any books that you want as we go through them. Uh, and, you know, because of the delay on the streaming, we'll go back. But there ain't shit this week. Marvel's got some X stuff, but, man, it is a... Yeah, cover. I mean, it's it's the last week of the month. They always it's just... It's always the shovelware. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, even like, Andy chiming in. There's some, like, mediocre things every now and then. But, yeah, Andy's right. It's always a yes. light week here at the end. Uh, Batman 89 gets collected. Not bad. Batman's mystery casebook. All readers sort of thing. Uh, Brightest Day, uh, not my favorite event. That is a blast from the past. Um, but possibly my least favorite event. I don't know. I just, I wasn't a big fan. I feel like, I didn't hate it, but I feel like it was definitely the weakest of Jeff Johns's uh, Green Lantern collections. Oh, sure. It felt like they were like, dude, you did such a great job with this black, you know, the green, blackest night and the Green Lantern shit. With the whole Rainbow Coalition. Uh, why don't you do something else? And he's like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll just, I'll do this. 
Uh, moving on, this none of this is is DC except for Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths reprint. The thing about this is it says on Infinite Earths on it. The first issue did not say on Infinite Earths. It just said Dark Crisis. Again, that's not such a major inclusion to me, you know? It's not, but it's kind of unique in that I don't know of any other event that's like, okay, here's the name of the event, and then halfway through it's, no, here's the name of the event. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, yeah they def that's unprecedented as far as I'm aware, but yeah, it was a switch that didn't really... I mean, I get what they're doing. They're hearkening back to, like, the original event that they did, you know, Crisis yeah, and on Dark Crisis Earth, is but... doing that, you know, with the whole pariah and all yeah, that. Yeah, sure, so I get it, but, like, yeah. the big twist is not yeah, all no, that... Like show. Yeah, it doesn't make me no. want to read the event anymore. Yeah. Uh, DC saved at Bell Reed uh, or Bell Reeve. This is one of the only books I got coming out. It's a ten dollar eighty page all ages sort of series of you know anthology. It's kind of okay, yeah. So it's a uh, it's an all ages reader that is referencing to Saved by the Bell, which yeah. seems like it could be targeted to older readers, but hell, I don't know. Possibly, it is back to school season, so maybe that's why they got putting this out now. I don't Maybe. know. I'm not picking it up. No way in hell. I'm getting that for ten dollars. Uh, and again, we got a flash annual. The rest of the of the week at DC is annuals, but uh, I know you'll be picking this up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you've been a fan of the Flash at least this run since Williamson took it, and then it moved on to Adams and and on and on. So, uh, still it's an annual. They're asking a bunch for it. It's got some extra pages. Uh, moving on, these are all Scout comics. Uh, they do have the Harley Quinn one-shot. That is an annual. Uh, I love this this cover. I adore this fucking cover. That is awesome, dude. That is great. It's almost worth $7 just for that cover. Yeah, all these homage covers they've been doing have been really great. Yeah. And Hush is one of my all-time favorites, so yeah, yeah. This, this is fun. Yeah, I like that a lot. So a lot of covers for that Harley Quinn annual, uh, which is, again, a one-shot. Uh, Joker's getting collected. Uh, that's Scout Comics. These are all Scout Comics. Well, Sandman. Sandman's a good pick. I know you're picking this up. I know it's not as good as the Neil Gaiman stuff. It was never meant to be. This is more than milking that cow until it's, you know, dead. It is a solid read, though. I mean, yeah. nothing can ever hold up to, like, Sandman itself. But, you know, this is, this is a good little side story in that universe. Yeah. And Sandman's never been hotter. I mean, never. Oh, yeah. I mean, they definitely want to be pumping out content right now. Yep. Especially with Corinthian, since he was so prominently featured on the show. Thank you. Uh, Superman War World Apocalypse one shot. This is basically an annual. This is basically just the Superman annual for this year. Um, War World is ending very, very soon. Uh, Clark's coming back to Earth. Uh, we'll see what happens. I like this cover, too. I don't know. Is, is this a play on something? Isn't this kind of an homage to, like, a Conan? Might be like an old like uh like Buck Rogers thing or something. Oh, I don't okay, yeah. It, yeah. see. I don't recognize it specifically, but it does look like a throwback to like an older sci-fi poster. It does. It looks like some Frazetta pulpy, you know, sort of shit. Uh, I like it. This one looks like an homage to fucking Masters of the Universe. Makes it's got that vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has that vibe. Uh, who's doing the art on that? Mario Fox Focchio. It's cool. We'll see more from that guy. That is a very cool cover. Uh, but then they have this one, which is so stupid. It's the distressed cardstock version. 
So it's definitely an homage to something. It must be, since they're doing two of it, yeah. Yes, yes. It's rad, though. I bet it's super popular, super famous, and we're just... Yeah, losing our nerd cred here. Yeah. Know. yeah, we're just the two idiots who have no idea. Uh, again, that is about it. We got one more page. It's the Wonder Girl annual, which is super weird because Wonder Girl's been canceled for like three, four months. So why? They cannot decide whether they want to push this character or not. Like, she had her own yeah. book, and they canceled it, and they brought her back for that uh, yeah. Mascara event, and then now she's just, like, popping in in one-shots every now and then. Yeah. That being said, I do like the character. I'm, I'll probably pick this up. If, you know, yeah, I'll take a look at it. There's depending on how heavy my bag is, you know? Yeah, there's a little bit of controversy with this. Yara Floor was recently depicted on one of DC's DC Pride events covers but it appears that in this issue she is attracted to men well she had, doesn't necessarily mean anything yeah i mean she had to um whatever but she would have to be bisexual then because in the main series she definitely um well annie doesn't know so it must not be that important it but, must not be that important exactly but she had a relationship with eros and with this uh random brazilian guy in her uh in her yeah. series before it was canceled, so I just I, I'm curious as to when they're going to explore that a little bit more in the story, in the books itself with this character. It is know? certainly open to her being bisexual. So oh oh know. for sure, and I agree just because DC put her on that Pride cover, but I'd really like to see them open that up a little bit more. Yeah, in terms of opening her character up, if they're going to lean into it that hard, representation is important. You might as well do it. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Nothing on on my horizon for for this week. I guess Flash is the only book from this entire. Well, the Sandman book. Flash, Sandman, and uh, Wonder Girl are all on my uh, radar, but nothing yeah. like nothing that's like a a big ticket item for me. You know. Yeah, and you know, I like the Wonder Girl series. It's various for the artists. That's the only thing that pushes me. Yeah, I mean, by Adriana Mills, Sweeney Boo, Jill Thompson, Annie Lennox. Or Emmy Lennox, sorry. I'm not buying this. Joel Jones isn't doing the art. I don't want it. Yeah, I mean, the best part of the main series was that Joel Jones artwork. And, it, yeah. you know, that's not fair to these artists. So I'm sure are going to do good work, but yeah, it's hard to it's hard to live to the comparison. Yeah, I want to ask you, I just now remembering you didn't read shit this week, but I did read that Gods book, the uh, DC Gods Rebirth or whatever. It was just okay. It was more about uh, Hippolyta going and becoming a god. And her getting like everybody back into the god business on Earth, you know, okay, uh, which was pretty cool. It had this great moment between Artemis and her because everyone's like, "Well, what are you going to be the god of? What is she going to be the god of?" And Zeus like, "Duh, she's going to be the god of the Amazons." And Artemis like, "Like what? What? What did you say?" It was really a cool sort of moment, but uneventful. And it's going to play right. out in the Wonder Woman series. You know? Well, maybe I'll go back and check that out. Then. It might be worth it if you're going to keep up with the Wonder Woman series, but. Uh, all right, moving on. Those books all come out tonight at midnight if you buy digitally or if you're lucky enough to have a comic shop that's open till midnight. Otherwise, all the other books come out August 31st, last day of this. Man, August has been such a long month. I guess it always is, but it's always 31 days, always exactly 31 days. Well, we got a Wednesday on the 31st, <laughs> so from like a comic publishing standpoint, it's this is about as long as yeah. it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so not much at Image. Hellcop Ten is good. Uh, loaded Bible, or uh, Loaded Bible, Blood for My Blood uh, ends that series. It's been okay. Um, and then Magic Order continues the tragedy of Mark Millar. 
Uh, the coolest thing over at uh, Image is Scumbag getting the final volume collected. Fantastic fucking series about the worst person on the planet becoming a superhero. Uh, it's so fun, so big, so dumb, so stupid. I adored it. Did he ever make it to that orgy? Uh, oh, yeah, he made it to a couple of them. Well, that's good. A couple of orgies. <laughs> One of them, it was set up by the villains. Like, they went all out trying to recruit him. Say, look, look what we'll give you. You know, it was really weird. Uh, okay, moving on to Boom Studios. Uh, it's going to be very interesting, like we talked about last night on the show. Uh, once Diamond redoes everything, we'll have an Aftershock section. We'll have uh, Frank Miller, right? I think so, yeah. I think that, yeah. So that'll be fun. That'll be great. Moving on. Alice uh, Ever After Raps. That's been okay. Just a weird take on Alice in Wonderland. Uh, House of Slaughter number eight. Uh, interesting news just today. Uh, what the hell is the name of the book? Oh, yeah. It's called Book of Slaughter. Is joining the uh, whole Slaughter universe. The oh, we have a Slaughterverse? Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's James Tinian, you know, just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. Owning the comic book industry right now. So, uh, and that's it. We do have Death Ranger if you're into Power Rangers. People have really been looking forward to that. However, it's $8. This is basically their annual this year because there's a Power Rangers 100th issue that's going to be like $10. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, we only find them when they're dead, number 13. Uh, I think that, yeah, this is the final story arc uh, continuing. I think there's two more issues left in this. It's been solid. Uh, it jumps around a whole lot, but that art, it's hard to beat that Simone de Mayo art. Uh, okay, all from Boom. Dark Horse has Breakout. Breakout's been fun. It's about alien cubes that come and steal kids, and then a bunch of kids, Goonie style, are going to go try to rescue them. It's been all right. It's been all right. Uh, that Minor Threats that Dave loved so much in yesterday's show uh, is getting a foil variant. The one that you hated? Yeah, I didn't care for it at all. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then Sin City. If you don't have Sin City, uh, hey, they got a fourth edition. It's $100. $100 is a lot, but Sin City is one of those things that you should probably get your hands on in one form or another at some yeah. point. They also have the Volume 6 that is not the Deluxe Edition for $25. Much more manageable. Much more manageable. But if you're a big fan, yeah, that big edition is slipcase and like a poster book. It's fucking rad, dude. It's got so yeah. much. Well, uh, yeah, make, did, it, make it worth your money if you're going to oh, spend yeah. the extra, you know? Yeah, they definitely make I'm it glad to see them doing that. Yeah. Uh, IDW probably has the second best uh, list of books this week after uh, Marvel Comics. Uh, the Ravenloft uh, Dungeons & Dragons book is continuing. That's been fun. Uh, the countdown to 300 is still, you know, underway. We're at 297, and then no more GI Joe, Real American Hero, ever again, maybe, ever again. 300 issues between like three different publishers. Uh, what a fucking run! We'll definitely what an unlikely tale, right? It of really is perseverance really is. in a lot of ways. Uh, a book that's definitely on my radar. I've been on such a Star Trek kick this year between the TV being just awesome and. Uh, that damn mirror uh, event that they had uh, for TNG. It was so fun in the comics. Uh, but yeah, this is like Picard doing his thing. This is set between season two and three of the Picard series. Uh, I'm not really sure what that means in the context of everything. But okay, I'm in. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm stoked. Yeah, the show has been really fun. It's been like, you know, a real love letter to TNG fans. And 
Wait if this keeps up, season, the, man. yeah. If this keeps up that same energy, I'm gonna be really enthused, you know. Yeah, dude, the whole TNG original crew is coming back next season. Hell, Wesley yeah. came back last season. Spoiler alert! But oh yeah, they're also finding a way. Oh yeah, they're also finding a way to bring in Tasha Yar. Somehow, that's it. Like, you say, like, bring back Tasha Yar. Like, it's, I'm trying to think of like all the ways they've actually done that already. Like, they did. <laughs> they go to an alternate timeline and find that Tasha Yar, and then that alternate timeline Tasha Yar comes to the main yeah. timeline and has a kid in the past, yeah. and that's sort of bringing back Tasha Yar. Um, remember, when, remember when Tasha Yar had like no story arc at all, and then her sister had one of like the best story arcs in the entire fucking series for like one episode. The that was a good was, episode. That was a great episode, dude. That was. They got a lot episode. more mileage out of Tasha Yar's character after she after died. She died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely on my radar. Uh, best of Baxter, Stock- Baxter Stockman for the TMNT and IDW. All of these best of uh, is cool just because that Biggie cover. I love all these Biggie covers, but I'm kind of disappointed they're not using Fly version of right. him. You know, I feel like right. that's they the more should. iconic version of Baxter Stockman. They could have done two of them and sold it as a var- a second variant. And oh money. man, they they're just leaving money on the shelf. They definitely should have done that. They are. They are. Uh, and we do have Last Bot Standing, which has been just okay on the TF side. And Shattered Glass. As much as I love the Mirror Universe for Star Trek, Shattered Glass is lame. Villainous Optimus Prime is stupid. Okay, it's just not great. Bumblebee in this sucks. He's all mean and evil. Transformers just doesn't work when you switch that shit around like that. You know, it's just it's not. Yeah, they're so one-dimensional villains that playing off of that. All right, like the Phase Two IDW Transformer stuff, it fleshed out a whole lot more of these characters. You know, uh, like Megatron wasn't just this you know, single faceted villain. He was sort of like a, a Chavez sort of character, you know, who rose up trying to do an actual good revolution. Yeah, played on that whole like, you know, one person's terrorist and another person's freedom fighter type yeah. of deal. Yeah, they really fleshed him out, but this hasn't fleshed out those characters enough for me to really care that, oh my God, now Bumblebee's a, a crazy villain. It just doesn't work. Anyway, uh moving on, Amazing Fantasy number one thousand. I don't know what this means. I have no idea what this means. Um, I'm not sure, like, how they're numbering this. I'm, I'm assuming it's a celebration of Spider-Man. It's um, it somehow they got to, like, a thousand issues of Spider-Man comics, I guess. Didn't they just do, like, Spider-Man number, like, 750 not too long ago? But I mean, you could probably get there if you count all the web of and all yeah. the sensational... I'm sure you could. I mean... So, I assume that's what this is. Is It's like the thousand issue to headline spider-man that's fucking weird anyway i'm not that's one of those milestone issues i'll i'm tempted to check it out i mean i usually it's kind of hit or miss right it's a big risk because they always ask for like at least seven or eight bucks looks like it was eight bucks for this one it is but if you can get a solid average of stories then it's usually you know Worth yes. checking out. You're not wrong. A lot of great variants. Uh, Peach Famoko is probably, as usual, you know, when she's doing a variant, has my favorite. I love this. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, I love her look. I love how she used young Peter for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's the best Peter, dude. I hate old Peter. I don't want him to reset the universe, but make Peter young again, Just even just for a little while, you know? 
Uh, Ant Man number two. I know you've been enjoying this Al Ewing book. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the first one. Um, yeah, the first one was like a like sorry, the first one was like a love letter to like the Silver Age, and so I assume this one's probably going to pick up with like the Bronze Age or something. Well, it's an Eric O'Grady. I'm not sure because this is really oh that piece of shit. Okay, yeah, this is really the style that Kirkman. I don't even remember who drew that fucking book with him, but he wrote um, Irredeemable Ant Man. He created Eric O'Grady, um, and he had a lot of this going on in the book, you know, a lot of big panel sets, you know, like, yeah, this is a 16 panel page. I remember like 30 panel pages on there, you know, showing like the redundancy of his work, the monotony of Eric working at for shield, you know, just being a whatever shitty agent he was. Um, but it has been recently announced. So we'll talk about it on Sunday, most likely unless other news pops up. Al Ewing's doing a wasp book after this one. Same yeah, I saw that. With, uh, yeah. It's going to be like Janet and uh, Nadia. Yeah, yeah, and Nadia. That's right. Ooh, I Betsy couldn't remember Cola. her name for a minute. Yeah, Betsy Cola cover. Love that. That looks great. Is that the Black Ant? Man, Black Ant don't get enough love. He's usually like a last. That's not Black Ant. That's the Ant-Man from the future that was the uh, oh, yeah. traveling around. I like Black Ant, though. He's usually comic relief, and I kind of hate that because he's kind of a badass. Uh, Deadpool, Bad Blood. Uh, this is the Rob Liefeld book that Rob Liefeld can't stop bragging about. Uh, Fortnite Zero War Number Four, probably the most best-selling book at Marvel this week. It is already sold out. Yeah. Hey Eli, thanks for stopping by, bro. Hey Eli, Appreciate it. man, check them out over at the Bullies. I know we talk about them all the time, but and I love that show. Gambit Number Two, uh, not really my thing. Iron Fist uh, ending. This is the new Iron Fist. I fell off of this book. It was just kind of, it was kind of meh, you know. Yeah, and it had a lot of like angsty teen syndrome, which always exactly. Yeah, you were saying that the the first issue was where I dropped off, and yeah, it was not great. But uh, oh, Eli chiming in. Top Gun sucks. What are you talking about, dude? That beat uh, Infinity War. It's better than Infinity War. I don't think it's better than Infinity War, but I did like it. I hated Top Gun. I thought it was trash. I thought it was. Yeah, I did not care for it. But anyway, that's a different story. Uh, Eli really doesn't like it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Knights of X number five. One of the lower tier X books. Still a lot of fun as they're exploring. Yeah, it's a crowded scene with the X-Men these days. This isn't a bad book, but it just kind of gets lost in the shuffle of with all the really good X books. Yeah, if there weren't other good X books, this would still be a fine X book that I would read every week. But you're right, it gets lost lost in the shuffle. That's a really good way of, of saying it. Uh, Mech Strike sequel, not really my bag, baby. Man, uh, Obi- I was so disappointed by that first Mech Strike series, not just because of the no Voltron thing, which you know that's that's something that they definitely should have done. But yeah, the whole thing with the Mechs felt completely superfluous. It was just Avengers versus Kang at the end, and the Mechs didn't really factor into it at all. And when you have a character like Iron Man, is it really a Mech? I mean. I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, like, Iron Man using a mech is entirely redundant. Yeah, it's... I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, Moon White, Black, White, and Blood uh, wrapping up. Uh, they haven't announced another one of these. This will be the first... Next month will be the first month without a Black, White, and Blood issue from Marvel Comics. Oh, it's, it's been a like minute since that, yeah. It's like they had Wolverine, Deadpool, Elektra. Yeah. Uh, now Moon Knight. Uh, they could do more, but they should do a Punisher one. <laughs> Punisher, would be Punisher yeah, that seems like such low-hanging fruit. I mean, I'm surprised that wasn't one of the first ones they did, Maybe honestly. They did. Maybe they did do a Punisher. He wears black and white, and he has all the blood. I mean, what? Exactly. Why are you not doing this? You know? Yeah. 
Uh, the Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi book. I have really had a good time with this. It's just been these little one-shot stories from uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's past. And, yeah, it's been really fun, dude. I don't read all the Star Wars books. I barely read any of them because it feels like if I have to be in, I have to be all in on Star Wars. So it's really nice that Marvel still gives us like books like this where you can get in you know, and just have fun. Uh, next, Thunderbolts, number one of five. Uh, Jim Zub, uh, Sean is Oxy. Uh, yeah, I'm not in on this. It looks like an OVT. Yeah, I mean, it's spinning out of Devil's Reign, and so, you know, yeah. that's pretty cool. I'll probably check out this first issue. Uh, there have been I, some really good Thunderbolts runs in the past, and I can't be sure that this is going to be something as good as that, but, you know, I'll, I'll check it out at least. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a whirl, too, because you're right. It is a really light week. It is really X-heavy. So the art looks fantastic. I love America in there, but I don't know any of these other motherfuckers. I know Hawkeye, and I know America. That's it. Oh, I also got Monica Rambo there. Is that Monica? I I'm pretty it was sure. A different spectrum. I'm reasonably sure that's her. And then we got the new Power Man, although I don't know shit about him, yeah, honestly. I don't know shit about him. Who does this little... I have no idea who those other three are. And yeah, so as far as I'm aware, there are new characters. I don't know. Oh, it is. I thought I thought there was a new spectrum. Uh, so it, one of those people's names is Persuasion. When they do Secret Wars, whenever they get around to doing that, they're going to be using Monica Rambo. Now is not the time for them to be introducing a different character using oh, the same true. name. You know, they want to push yeah, that character. That's true. Uh, this guy's name is Goodson Glory. That's lame. Don't care for that. that do not care. Don't, for that. don't care for that. So there you go. There's your new release from Marvel this week. Ooh, nice cover there. Oh man, love this cover. This is sort of a uh, uh, an homage to that famous award-winning picture. Yeah, workers, uh, isn't it just called the Workers? I don't know what like it's that? called, but I definitely know what you're talking about. But I was worried for a second you were bringing up that stupid headshot variant. Is there a headshot variant? Yeah. Damn it. That oh, that's mentioned. bad. Oh no, we're not bringing that up. Yeah. Uh, variants number three, definitely on my radar. Uh, I love a Jessica Jones story. I love Gail Simone. I adore Phil Noto. So there you go. Uh, look at that. That's just beautiful stuff. Uh, and it's been an okay story. Uh, all of Jessica Jones's books seem to be her dealing with herself more than really dealing with anything external. This is leaning into that a little bit more than I like, but it's doing it in a really unique way by bringing in her other selves. So her internal conflict, which is, you know, basically the core of the character, and there's nothing wrong with that, is now external. And it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool take. That's a fun way to do it, yeah. It is. Yeah, I thought so too, man. I'm enjoying that. So uh, drawing of the cards, number two, uh, and then X-Force and X-Men. Uh, X-Force is dealing with Craven coming to kicking some X-Force ass. That was okay. A little bit too much Deadpool for me in my X-Force book right now. And then uh, X-Men number 14 is an axe tie-in. Uh, so, yeah, there's your there's your Marvel books for the week. Well, Pretty X-Men's fun. always good fun. Yeah, definitely X-Men's always good fun, man. X-Men's it's probably one of the top-tier X-Books. Agreed. Uh, okay, X-Force X-Men, is probably, like, mid-tier these days, I'd say. Uh, hey, man, I don't know. X-Force and Wolverine almost seem like one book. And when you take them together... A lot of ways, yeah. Oh, they they're are. great. They're... Oh, yeah. man, I love it. That's a fair point, but... yeah. Uh, Dynamite has nothing. They do have the John Carter uh, of Mars number five dropping and Red Sony number 12. That is it. Oh, no, I guess they got. No, that's it. Vampirelli. No one cares about. 
Uh, and that's all, y'all. There is nothing in the uh, small press, and our small press guy isn't even here. So, uh, Doctor Who Origins, okay. Uh, Dogs of London, that's always been a you know fun book. It's Florida Man, okay, whatever. Uh, Forever Forward seems sort of like a, it's one of Zach Kaplan's new books on Scout. I mean, there are a lot of books, but man, I don't read these. I don't get into these, not as much as I should. I always ask Dave on like you know a Thursday, hey. What small press shit should I find and read? Um, but you yeah, need too much at times, I think. Yeah, and because it is such a light week, uh, small press isn't really pushing that hard, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess, I guess that's a wrap, man. What am I looking forward to? There's not really a whole lot to look for. There's nothing here that's going to knock my socks off, I think. Um, X-Men's usually a good read, but it is a tie-in to an event, so that's probably, yeah. you know, yeah. going to bring it down a little bit at least. Um, it kind of wins by default, though, because other than that Flash annual and... Uh, well, Amazing Fantasy. And Ant-Man book number uh, two should be oh, a lot sure. of fun. I'll try to check out that Amazing Fantasy. It should... It, I feel That's weird putting like one of these like milestone things that they put out as like yeah. a week. I do enjoy them most of the time, but you know, they're more of like a collector's piece than they are like a comic story in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure it's going to contribute to the ongoing Spider-Man book right now, ASM, but I'm not reading that either. So uh, the book I'm most excited about, I know for sure the Picard, the Stargazer book. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I can look forward to that coming out in trade eventually. Yeah, I haven't been this into Star Trek in just fucking years. It is a great time to be a Star Trek fan. It is. It is. Uh, awesome. Well, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. Uh, go check out our pals, the Comic Book Bullies. Eli checked in earlier. Uh, they record right here on this channel on Facebook uh, every Sunday night. So they had a show up last night. It was fantastic. <laughs> check it out. Uh, they also have a YouTube channel. They got all kinds of other pages that you could go and look at. And those are all up at outrightgeekery.com. We got a shit ton of links up there. Uh, all of uh, OG social media, all the bully social media. You name it, it's up there. We got a store. We got a Patreon. Uh, yeah, awesome. So uh, join us next Sunday. We are going to be doing the news and review show. Probably just me and Taylor. I'm going to get Adam to stop by again. I hope so. But yeah, probably just the two of us if I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, so definitely come by and check that out. And, yeah, that's about it. Again, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Most of all, thanks to this guy. Hanging out with this guy. Better late than never, right? We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. Oh, Andy. Until next time. Thanks, Andy. Bye, Andy.